Hello, welcome to Book Talk. This is your host, Anthony Moirore. And at Book Talk, we usually have a guest to come and tell us about his book or her book. And today, we have someone who was here and has come back. Yes, come back with another book and another story, which is really interesting. And I'm not going to take one more minute before introducing our guest today. Welcome to the show, Kimberly Gilles. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> Excited to be here. Yes, it's an honor to have you back again on our show. And you were here sometimes back. For those of you who are watching for the first time or hearing for the first time, Kimberly was here with the book Choosing Clarity a few weeks ago. And uh, for the sake of that person who may not have had it or experienced that episode, I asked you to go and watch it. But anyway, let's hear who is Kimberly for the sake of you who have not heard before. Who is Kimberly? Oh, well, I like to think that I'm love and that yes. all of us are and that that's really who we are, right? Is our love. Yeah, sure. But, but of course I have a story and um, I, I'm a business owner. I own a company that certifies and trains people, therapists, social workers, and coaches to facilitate this coaching program that I developed about 20 years ago. And what we found, the reason that our this, this clarity point coaching system is so powerful is that it's easy. Mm -hmm. And it helps all of us to function outside of our fears and, and in a place where we feel safe. And it's not until you feel safe in the world that you can show up as love and be the best you and not be defensive and protective of yourself. When, when you're in fear, your number one focus is on finding a sense of safety for yourself. And it's a selfish focus. And we're not happy. We're, we're miserable when we live in fear. So choosing clarity is an awesome, easy to read, easy to use system and, and book to help you get out of fear so that you can really be the best you. And the way it does that's very unique. So if you've read other books on fear, I guarantee this one's gonna uh, be a paradigm shift. So that was Choosing Clarity, my first one. Yes, uh, beautiful. And uh, I remember when you told us that uh, we should always remember that we are in a classroom, not a test in this life. I mean, we are not there to be tested and told you are wrong or right, or you are out of the class. We are learning and every single day that comes, the experiences that we go through is important to remember that we are not here to be tested. We are here to learn the lessons and live them. And that means that your value isn't on the line. You don't yeah. have to prove your value we all have the same intrinsic worth every human soul does and you can't lose it you mm. can't be less than anybody else but you also can't be better than anybody else okay we're, we, we're the same yeah so that was choosing clarity but today we are discussing another book which is please tell us the people guidebook the people guidebook <laughs> for great relationships and you guys, this is a thin, easy read, short little book. Mm -hmm. how, how big is it? Um, you know, it's kind of almost a fit in your pocket size 
book and it's it's not even very long yeah but i give you the secret to understanding other people and yourself and why we behave the way we do and it's so simple when you learn it this way and it will change your relationships because you'll understand other people's behavior and be able to honor and respect them at a different level and that's beautiful uh, because i'm trying to imagine that uh, the things that we don't do right is because we do not understand so the relationships that we've been having in our lives could be having issues just because we don't understand we don't understand ourselves we don't understand the other person so we really thank you for coming to us with this people guidebook and i believe by the end of this uh, show we're gonna have a clear understanding of ourselves and other people and uh, therefore have some great relationships in our lives. So let's get to hear more. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to share with you, Anthony, kind of how this book came to be because oh, I think it's an interesting story. That would be good. So um, about four or five years ago, I, I decided that I wanted to start taking my my program and my books outside the United States. So mm -hmm. I sort of made this my, my goal and I, I put it on my vision board and, and within two weeks of putting this intention out, I got a, a call from a lady in India who invited me to come speak at a women's um, economic forum in Delhi. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. The universe moved and and gave me this opportunity mm. and i was so excited to speak to all these women well i get there and they have assigned me to speak the first slot in the morning <laughs> after having a big party the night before mm. and i showed up to speak and the room was mostly empty like everybody was still in bed after this big party they didn't get up to hear my speech okay and universe what you brought me all the way out here to give the speech and no one no one's here <laughs> what's happening mm -hmm. but i i really believe that we trust that whatever happens is our perfect classroom mm -hmm. and that the universe knows what it's doing and it's still conspiring to serve me mm -hmm. so i got out there and i gave my best speech well the next day i got in the elevator in this building in Delhi and uh, a, a really nice woman from Australia got in the elevator with me and she said, I heard you speak yesterday and I, I would love to ask you some questions. She was one of the very few people in the audience. Okay. And we started talking and she said, you know, you sound American. Where are you from? And I said, Utah from Utah. Mm -hmm. And she said, she got she just turned white and she said, I, I, can I, I gotta ask you some questions and I have to tell you something that happened to me yesterday. She, in the middle of the night, there was a knock on her door mm -hmm. and it was this little old lady from Kosovo. And she said, I, I had a reservation at this hotel. And when I got here, they've double booked and they don't have a room for me and I need somewhere to sleep. Whoa. Would you let me share your room? Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I only have one bed, <laughs> but sure. Come share my bed with me, total stranger. 
<laughs> and she allowed this woman to come in and share her room. Well, the next morning, the lady offered to do a coffee reading and mm -hmm. read her coffee cup to repay her kindness. Mm -hmm. And she said, listen, you're, according to your coffee cup, it says you're about to meet your perfect twin and you're going to move to Utah. Mm. And she said, listen, I live in Melbourne, Australia. I'm not going to move to Utah. <laughs> well, this is what your coffee cup says. And she said, oh, that was that. Okay. It's kind of weird, but whatever. She left the room, went down the hall and got in the elevator. And I was in the elevator mm -hmm. and she met me <laughs> who was from Utah. <laughs> So we started to talk and it turned out that a lot of the research she had been doing in Asia and Australia over the last 15 years and my program fit together really mm. well. Okay. And I actually offered her a job to move to Utah to come and work with me and um, develop some programs together. Okay. And six weeks later, she moved to Utah <laughs> and fulfilled this fortune that she'd been told. So it was really a crazy thing that the universe brought this into my life. And it was the reason I was supposed to go speak in India, which was not what I thought the reason was. The universe brought me something completely different and much, much better. Mm. Over those years, I was able to put together this program, the 12 shapes, um, using what we had learned from each other okay. and created this. So the 12 shapes is a, a people science that's brand new. That's not like anything the world has seen before. Mm -hmm. A lot of people tell me it looks and feels like a personality test. Did you feel that way when you took it? Um, not, not really. I mean, because I didn't know what I'm, I was going to expect at the end of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it kind of looks and feels like a personality test. What's different is it's not based on your personality at all. Okay. So we believe there's 12 types of people in the world, but this is based on what actually drives your behavior. Okay. Which is what you fear most mm -hmm. and what you value most. Yeah. Or love. I believe that we only come from two places. We come from love or we come from fear. Every minute mm -hmm. of the day, we're functioning in one of those states. Mm -hmm. So understanding what you fear most and what you love and value most is the secret to understanding yourself. Okay. So really quick, Anthony, I want to share with everybody the two fears. Yeah. And by the way, we all have both of these fears. Every person on the planet does battle with both of them. And we talked about them in detail in our Choosing Clarity show. Mm -hmm. so I'm not gonna get into great detail today, but just to kind of explain what they are. The first core fear is called the fear of failure. Yeah. It's the fear that I might not be good enough. Mm -hmm. We all have that one. We mm -hmm. all fear that. The second we call the fear of loss. Mm -hmm. And it's really tied to this belief that I might not be safe in the world. Okay, now you have both of them. You're afraid you might not be good enough and you're afraid you're not safe. Mm -hmm. But one of those is a more dominant fear for you. So it just so happens we've got them covered. I'm fear of failure dominant as an arrow mm -hmm. and you are fear of loss dominant as a square. Mm -hmm. And so we see different types of behavior that come up 
you can know that uh, because I'm fear of failure dominant, I'm a little bit of a people pleaser. I really want everyone to like me. I, I tend to be more easygoing and go along with things, but I sometimes don't speak up my truth. I, I can be a little bit of a doormat because I just want to be liked so much. Okay. Okay. Because that fear of failure is really dominant in me. Mm-hmm. You have a little more confidence in who you are, but mm-hmm. you have a little more fear about being safe in the world. Okay. So, so let me ask you, can you sometimes be a little more controlling or, or have strong feelings about the way things should be that would make you feel safe in the world. Does that feel kind of accurate to you? Like, I feel like I need to be more controlling. Well, or, or to have things right the way yeah, you yes, yes. think they should be. Yeah. You can see I some do. of that behavior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's not, it, it's about uh, both of us finding safety. Mm-hmm. But, Safety for you is things in the world being right, mm-hmm. where a little more for me, safety in the world is getting approval from other people. Mm. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it now, does. I want our listeners to just kind of think which one of those sounds a little bit more like you. Do you have strong opinions? Are you quick to share them? Do you, do you find that those opinions about the world form sort of a solid ground for you to stand on? Mm-hmm. Or are you a little bit more of a people pleaser? Mm. I think our listeners today might be able to figure out what shape they are just from hearing about this. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, here we've only covered two shapes. I mean, the square and the arrow, because those are the examples that we've had, uh, both of us. And I believe now we have other 10 fears. Is it possible that does your book describe the characteristics of these other 10 shapes? All 12 shapes in detail. Okay, okay. Um, A lot of people who read the book tell me as they go through, they start reading a shape profile and they go, oh, that's my mom. That's my cousin, Mm -hmm. my my friend. You'll you'll recognize immediately when you start reading about each type of person. Okay. But there really are only two fears and six of the shapes are fear of failure dominant and six are fear of loss dominant. Mm-hmm. The other thing that separates them is our value systems. Okay. What we value most. And so really quick, I'm going to explain what the four value systems are. And again, we all have both of them. Mm-hmm. We all value people. Mm-hmm. We value tasks. We mm-hmm. value things and we value ideas but we value them in a different order and percentage. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna explain each of them. And and again, I want our listeners to think which one of these sounds the most like me, but remember that we all have all of them. Yeah. So the first one is valuing people most and we all value the people in our life most. Okay. But we don't all focus on connection and quality time and communication and bonding with people most in our life. Mm -hmm. Some of us do. Some of us find that that is our focus. Our favorite thing, the thing that fills us up and makes us feel safe in the world is time connecting with others. 
Mm -hmm. So this might sound like you, you might be somebody that just maintains lots of friendships and relationships and you love long talks with others. Um, you, you fill up by these relationships. Mm -hmm. Me, I still value my friends and family more than anything else, but talking and connecting isn't what fills me up. Mm -hmm. Alone time working on things fills me up more. So I still can value people, but not have this subconscious focus on connection with others. Mm -hmm. So if, if you're on the people line, if you're an octagon, a circle or a heart, you are somebody who values connection very, the most. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. And at this point, because I know there is someone who is listening out there or watching us and uh, maybe confused, how do I find out? Maybe that's something that is going to come at the end. But uh, at this point, in order to remove any confusion that is maybe going on on a person's mind, how do I find out my shape? I, they are talking about a square. They are talking about an arrow. How do I find out my shape? Okay, you go to the website 12shapes.com and mm -hmm. it's the numbers 12shapes.com. It's really easy. There's a quiz and it's a really short quiz, but it, it'll tell you what shape you are. Okay. It's going to ask you questions to determine which of these value systems is your most dominant one. Mm. So 12shapes.com and you find out your shape. And then when you find out your shape, you listen or you get the book to read, what does your shape describe you to be? And yep. once you also do that, I mean, look at the shapes, you understand other people and where they lie in the line with these 12 shapes. Yeah. Yeah, um, so let, let's, let's proceed. Okay, so people is the first one. The second one is tasks. Okay. And I know we've got some other people out there that are like me who first thing in the morning, they're thinking, what have I got to do today? What's my to-do list? Mm -hmm. Because getting those tasks accomplished mm -hmm. is what makes me feel safer in the world. And I almost can't relax until I, I finish things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes my family says, it seems like you care more about getting things done than you do me. I have to watch that because there's a part of my subconscious wiring, and this is just what I've learned and the way my brain works, mm -hmm. those tasks feel really, really important. Um, people who are task-driven also tend to be very productive, very efficient with their time. They, they are hard workers. They're sometimes workaholics. Mm -hmm. But getting those tasks done is just really what drives us. Okay. So does that sound like you? Or are you a things person? Mm -hmm. Now, the, the people on the things row, some of them can be a little materialistic. They, they value what those physical things say about them. So mm -hmm. the kind of car you drive, the, the clothes you wear, the the kind of house you live in kind of feels like it determines their worth. Mm -hmm. So those things feel important to them. Mm -hmm. But we also get artists who their creation of things in the physical realm is, is their focus, their art. Mm -hmm. Yet inventors, people who spend their time creating machines and, and inventions. Mm 
Mm -hmm. And isn't it wonderful that we have humans that are part of all of us that do focus on those things because where would we be if we didn't have inventors and builders and creators and artists that do mm -hmm. focus on on that physical realm mm -hmm. so you might be someone like that you might be someone that has a hard time throwing things away mm -hmm. and you keep too many books and too much junk around your house because there's a sense of safety there yeah so does that sound like you mm. or the last one the fourth is ideas mm -hmm. and if you're an idea person you value books and learning and knowledge you value principles and values and belief systems and so you you highly value um people in your life because they're they're one of the most important values that we should have Mm -hmm. um, I get a lot of squares like you, Anthony, who say, I don't know, I think I value people most. Mm -hmm. Well, you do because it's an appropriate value system to put people first. Okay. But what you but what you really value in there is is values themselves. Mm -hmm. And 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 putting people at the top of the your priorities is a good value system. Mm. Um, squares are incredible because they value systems and processes too. Mm. They, they have procedure and they're so good at creating systems. Okay. They often become teachers because they want to share their knowledge and understanding with others. Mm. So on the, on the ideas line, we get a lot of people who are active in politics or, um, environmental causes and, and, those kind of principles in the world. Okay. So those people can be highly opinionated. Yeah. They can have strong views on certain things because ideas matter a lot. Mm. Now, like I said before, you have all of these. Mm. They're all in you, mm -hmm. but you have some that are a little more dominant than others. Mm. And so the quiz is going to tell you basically what your most dominant one is and therefore what your shape is based mm. on values and those fears. Now, what's so cool now that I know Anthony is an idea person, he's somebody that I'm going to, I'm going to love to talk to about interesting ideas. And we were funny, you and me, when we started the call, we started talking about what's going on in the world and yeah. all the things it creates. And, and we love those deep conversations about interesting topics. Mm -hmm. And I know Anthony would always be my friend that I would go to when I want to have those kind of conversations. Mm. Um, and I would make sure that I honor his values and what's important to him. Mm. Because I know that's a value system. Now that he knows that I'm an arrow, um, he would know that I'm a more short communicator <laughs> than a long one. I like to get to the chase and, and long conversations might be kind of draining to me. So he would know that, but mm. with me, you want to kind of cut to the chase and have efficient time. He'd know that I, he should probably be on time dealing with me because that's something that I would value. And this brings us to the next question that was in my yeah. mind, because you mentioned about now uh, comparison of two shapes. Now, the question was, are there shapes that are more compatible with others and yeah. others that are not? Yes. And on my website, 12shapes.com, I actually tell you how to date 
by the shape. Okay. And are you single or are you married, Anthony? Myself, I'm married and I have uh, two boys. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Okay, yeah. so I'm, I'm single. Mm -hmm. So in your situation, you want to understand the person that you're in a relationship with. Okay. You want her to take the quiz and then you want to go look at the date by shape information so that you understand her mm -hmm. and how your shape and her shape do in relationship with each other. Yeah. And on the website, it's going to tell you um, what to do and what not to do in your relationship to make mm -hmm. it work. And mm -hmm. it's going to give you some hacks. Okay. Anthony, make sure you do these things with your spouse and you, you will always get along well. Mm -hmm. For me, the website's going to tell me who I would be most compatible with. Yeah. And the relationships, I could do a relationship with anybody. Mm -hmm. And if I understand and I honor and respect the differences and the way they are, mm -hmm. I could make it work. Mm -hmm. But there are people that it would be easier with. Okay. And so it's going to tell you these would be easiest. And if you start dating somebody like this, mm -hmm. here's do's and don'ts in dating to make sure that you get along. Mm. So that's uh, kind of fun. Yeah, that's fun. And what I'm getting from these, uh, one of the greatest lessons that I should get from this conversation is that uh, all of us are important in one area or the other. I mean, just because someone is on time and the others are not, or just, just in case someone is very ordered in whatever things that they do and how they do it, does not make him or her uh, so so uh, special or does not make someone so down in being in that uh, uh, group or that uh, relationship. It just makes them unique and we should accept that. Oh, that is that <laughs> is the message, Anthony, that I want everybody to get to the book. Okay. Because we have problems with judgment. Mm. You know, if you put any two people in a room, they're going to start noticing the differences in each yeah. other. Mm. And those differences make us think that one is better and one is less. Yeah. And, and this, we talked about on the Choosing Clarity call, this is the, the issue behind almost all the problems on the planet, mm. that we as human beings tend to see others as better or less based on the differences. Yeah. So what we want everybody to get from this mm -hmm. is we all have the same value. We are mm -hmm. wired different. We approach life in the world different. We have different values and fears, but we all have the same value and the world needs all of us. Mm -hmm. And yes, you may be irritated by this person who's always late because being on time is a value thing for you. Yeah. But they deserve to have their value system honored and respected. Mm -hmm. and, and they might value communication with others more. So if they get into a conversation with another person and they, they're going to highly value showing up for that person more than they're going to value being on time for their next appointment. Mm -hmm. And that's beautiful that we have people with that value system. So the whole point of the 12 shapes is honoring and respecting the differences and allowing people to be the way they are. Um, I We do a lot of work with the 12 shapes with couples. Okay. And everybody that comes to us that's having problems in their relationship, they want this relationship fixed, 
by changing the person that they're with. They would like mm -hmm. us to fix them Isn't and make them behave the way I want them to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not the answer. Isn't it interesting that oh, we are always looking at the other person and uh, uh, saying he's the one who is wrong or she's the one who is wrong. And if I can only change him or her to go with my values and my principles, then <laughs> that is when the relationship is, is going to work. But it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, no, we can't change <laughs> other people. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Mm, exactly. So for those of you who are joining us, we are with Kimberly here discussing her book, The People Guidebook for Great Relationships. And I want to thank each and every one of you who are watching live and those who are going to watch later or listen to uh, our podcast. Uh, you can always search uh, for this podcast on any platform, Google Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Audible. It's there. Just search for Book Talk at Bookplace and you'll find us there to listen to past episodes and future episodes because they are going to help you decide on the books that you're going to get, like this one, The People Guidebook for Great Relationships from Kimberly. And again, we want to thank you very, very much for watching and for sharing what you hear. At this point, let me mention one person who is with us here today, who is known as Andy Charles. And Andy Charles says, thanks Kimberly, you bring clarity to management of self rather than trying to manage time, get the task done. Hmm. This is interesting. <laughs> Thank you very much, Andy, for being with us. We appreciate and every other person who may be watching and not commenting. We know you're there, but uh, we appreciate your presence. So let's proceed with uh, the talk of this book. Mm, it's interesting. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the things that finding your shape is going to give you yeah. is it's going to help you to stop thinking that you have to be the way other people are. Mm -hmm. Because we all do this. We're around people who are just amazing, who are great teachers or great at systems. And we think, oh, I, I don't have that. I'm not good. At, so I'm not good enough because mm -hmm. I'm not like that. Mm -hmm. What your shape is going to give you is what your magic is. Mm -hmm. Because you have a gift to give to the world and it's tied to how you're wired and the way you, the way you are is perfect. It's exactly the way you should be. Yeah. And I was so relieved when I started to understand myself as an arrow because arrow women, um, for example, we mm -hmm. don't tend to spend as much time beautifying ourselves. <laughs> We're okay. not generally into makeup and hair and fashion. We're too busy. We mm -hmm. have stuff to get done. Mm -hmm. We don't spend all day worried about this stuff. But I would go places and I would see these beautiful women that were all dressed fancy and go, oh, I just can never be like that. Mm -hmm. Now I see them and I go, isn't that cool? That's their value system to spend a lot of time there and they look great, mm -hmm. but it's just not important to me. Other things are more important to me. And my magic is give me a task you need done and watch it happen because okay. I am a mover and a shaker who does things. Mm. And I, I get my self-esteem from being me, not in comparison with others and trying to be the way they are. Mm. Beautiful. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. It, it makes sense. And, and now 
it brings us to the other perspective because before we discussed about the perspective of the other person is the one that needs to change. Now you bring us to the other perspective where we have to remember that uh, I am in a group of people and uh, in order to fit in that group, I don't have to change. No, I can just be myself because that's who I am. And, and I am hoping that the person that is listening or watching this is living right, believing right, thinking positive and doing positive things. So if that's you, then you don't have to change. You just have to know yourself, accept yourself and accept the situations that you find yourselves in and um, just live life. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Anthony, uh, one of the things we get to do with the shapes is I get to come into companies and we, we do everybody's shape. Okay. And a, a lot of businesses have gained value from personality type things, mm -hmm. but 12 shapes is the only one on the planet that makes it so easy for you to remember what the other people that you work with are. Mm -hmm. You have to remember if they're ENTJ or whatever, there's just, they're a circle mm -hmm. or, or they're a diamond. Mm -hmm. And, and one of the really fun things that I like to do is take a big room and we get everybody's shape and then we divide them up by shape. Okay. So I have a table over here of the hearts mm -hmm. and, and it's so interesting for the hearts to start to recognize there's others like me mm -hmm. and this is totally normal. I am absolutely normal in this group that I'm quieter that I don't have a lot of confidence and I don't speak up, but I care about others. And I have this great empathy for others and where they are and how they are. And that's our magic. And we don't have to be like these diamonds that are perfectionists that do everything fast and perfectly. I, I don't work like that. I'm a little slower, but I'm caring and caring is my magic. And isn't that mm -hmm. awesome? And then I have this group over here of the diamonds and if you're a perfectionist and your closet is color organized and all your clothes are hung up exactly the same and and you're a little ocd you're you're probably a diamond okay and it's so amazing for the diamonds to all talk about how anxious they all are all the time and all the stuff they worry about because everything's got to be organized and right all the time and and we can just laugh at at this but the magic of the shapes is in the relationship between any two. So if you've got somebody at work that you can't get along with, okay. that you need to keep butting heads, you read the guidebook and I guarantee one of the shapes, you're going to go, oh my gosh, that's them. That's okay. my coworker. It's mm -hmm. right there. You go to the website for free on 12shapes.com. You can print off a worksheet that shows your shape and their shape and tells you how to get along with them. And it's easy. There are, do these things, don't do these things. And, and relationships kind of become a piece of cake. And that's why we called it the guidebook to people because mm -hmm. they all thought that human behavior is so complicated. It's actually super, super simple when you understand it this way. Does uh -huh. that make yeah, and that's very beautiful. And I can try to picture myself in such a setting where you're having a session and grouping people. I would love to be one in the near future in, in one of those sessions and uh, talk to people who are, we are like-shaped and um, get to interact with people from the other shapes and uh, know how to connect 
so that in future, if I meet them and Kim is not with me, I can always remember, oh, this is how to deal with this shape. Yeah, I'll tell you something funny. In this, in my last big group, we were going to have a break for lunch. Okay. And I said, okay, hold on, hold on. We need to let the circles and the hearts go first. Okay. Because they will be so busy talking to each other that they eat slow. Uh -huh. So we'll let them go first. And we make the arrows and diamonds last because they just see lunch as a task and okay. they get it done as fast as they can. And, and everybody was laughing because this is, this is totally true about how we're wired and show up. Mm -hmm. And again, when we understand people this way, we can, we can let them be the way they are Yeah. and, and, and value them. You know, um, it's funny how differences divide us. Mm. They divide us. It doesn't mm. matter if you're a different, a different religion or a different color or different sexual orientation or something as simple as I, I'm organized and your house is messy. Mm. Immediately that judgment comes back in and those differences have created division where we, we don't feel at one with other people. Mm. And this is the biggest thing that I, I hope all my, my books and podcasts and programs bring to listeners mm. is, is that we're one as a human family. We're, yes. We have a lot more the same than we do different. Yes. And, and the magic of good relationships and a happy life is in loving people where they are and letting them be where they are. Definitely. And uh, we want to just be reminded of this fact that uh, God in his, in his infinite wisdom saw it wise to put people who are different on this planet, uh, black people, white people, big people, small people, uh, people who are organized, people who are late, people who are uh, who are talkers and who are others who are quiet and we don't have to judge we just have to understand and remember that we are in this together for the good absolutely i love how you put that i believe yeah. that i so believe that i think it challenges differences challenge the limits of our love because mm -hmm. all of us are loving we're loving people mm -hmm. right up until we get to this one neighbor or, yeah. or this mother-in-law that drives us crazy. Mm -hmm. um, a matter of fact, I have to be honest with you, Anthony, I, I was doing some writing yesterday about loving all people. Mm. And then I went outside on a walk and I had somebody almost hit me with their bicycle. Mm -hmm. And I immediately went to, <laughs> what's the matter with these people? Yeah. Okay. Come on. This is your moment. Yeah. These people who irritate or bother you, they, they sh they're serving in your classroom to show you the limits of your love. Mm. You're, you're loving right up until we get to these people. So I, I want everybody listening today to think of some people that bother you. Mm. Who are some people in your life that you tend to judge or dislike? Mm -hmm. Because those people are probably the most important teachers in your classroom. They are showing you the limits of your love. Mm. And they're giving you a chance to stretch those limits, to accept and allow people to be different than, than you are, but with the same exact value. Mm. And, and I really take that as a challenge that those people are the ones I'm going to work on loving the most. 
Mm-hmm. And, and one of the reasons I think this is so important is your, your ability to love others who are different is tied to your ability to love yourself. Mm. And, and as long as you see these, these dark things in other people that make them less worthy, mm-hmm. you will always see the dark things about yourself as making you less worthy. Mm. So as you work on really loving those people that drive you crazy, that are the hardest for you to love, the more that you work on loving them, you're literally increasing your ability to love yourself too. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it works both ways, just as you say. Now, I love myself to love others and I love others and I'll be more able to love myself. It, it, it's, the, it's a two-way traffic, as we say. Yes. And, and, and one thing, one important fact that you've mentioned just uh, uh, before you've made us uh, realize as we are moving on is the fact that uh, don't we all have to be reminded, even though being teachers, even though knowing the things that we should be doing, and even though watching or listening to this episode and getting to know how to accept other people, we forget and situations may find us in uh, circumstances <laughs> that we, we act in a way that we have to remember what Kim told us. Accept other people, identify them and their shapes and know how to live comfortably with them. Yep, so, we do. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Anthony, I like to keep a list and I call it my limits list. Okay. Okay, so it's it's a list of the people that show me the limits of my love. So if I'm irritated with anybody, their name goes on this list. Uh-huh. If, if I, I judge them for the way they function, their name goes on this list. Okay. And, and I'm constantly working on taking names from that list and changing my mindset around them to be one of love and acceptance and allowance and compassion. And, and, and if that's a, a, a practice I'm doing all the time, mm-hmm. um, it, it keeps it in the forefront of my thinking. Now, I also have a limits list mm-hmm. that has all the things about myself that I judge, mm-hmm. the things about myself that I think aren't good enough. And, 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 and that's how, something you got to work on. And how do you do that? How do you leave, remove someone from a list? Give us an example, please. Okay, so I I take one of these people and I like to first allow myself to go to my dark side Mm -hmm. and and see what my ego has to say about them. So I let myself write down all that things they do that I would never do that are are bad or not nice. And I, I, I hear what my ego has to say about them. Okay. And you know what? It's not pretty. It's not loving. It's not true to who I want to be and who I really believe I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's important to kind of let yourself see what your ego has to say. Yeah. Well, why does ego, why does my ego want to see them that way? What's the win? What do you think? What do you think the benefit to your ego is when, when you look down on other people? Mm. What do you think? The benefit... I mean, that, that, that benefit that makes me feel that I am more important than them. I mean, yeah, <laughs> so to guess. Yeah, your ego, the more you, you find bad in others and you yeah. cast them as worse than you, that makes you better. Mm-hmm. 
ego thinks that it's a win to my self-esteem when I can focus on the bad in other people. Mm. I know we've got people listening who find themselves here too often of focusing on the bad and they like to maybe gossip or point out, you know, the bad in other people. We all do it. We Mm. all do it at some, to some level, but some of us do it a lot. Mm. And I'm happy that that, that this one, now this, uh, where you've brought us, I'm happy that this guide is going to remove us from uh, that judgmental spirit and from that uh, group of people who are judgmental and are gossipers. And we are going to people, to be people who are accepting (laughs) others. So so after you write down what the benefit is Mm -hmm. to being that way, yeah. Then you have to step back and say, is this who I want to be? Okay. Do I want to be this person that has to put down others to feel better? I don't, that's not who I want to be. Mm-hmm. So, so what feelings or emotions do I want to have towards this person? What, how do I want to see them? And, and I often, because I'm a person of faith, Anthony, I like to ask myself, what, what does God think or feel about mm-hmm. this person? Mm-hmm. With you, because I'll tell you what he loves them perfectly. Yeah. He created them exactly as they are, and and he has great love for them. And I want to try to tune in to what that what that love looks like and feels like for them. Mm-hmm. And and I immediately recognize that I want to see the beauty in them. I want to see the goodness. I want to focus on that. Um, I don't want to see them as a threat. I just I want to see them as a brother. Mm-hmm. And, and so I get to kind of write out on paper a new perspective on this person and where and they are. And that's where I was going. Once you remove them from a list, uh, which other list do they go into? I mean, what's the title of your new paper or your <laughs> new list? Well, um, I actually, I do that in the Goji program. We actually want to include them in our all-inclusive love and trust. Oh, that's bring them in instead of exclude them from worthiness and value. Mm-hmm. I want to include them because it's a, as long as I am excluding anyone yeah. from love and worthiness, I will also not be sure I deserve it. Oh, they're beautiful. tied together. Yeah. So if I want to be included, I have to include everyone else. That's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So once again, we really want to thank you very much, Kim, for being with us. Now, Coach Kimberly, Coach Kimberly, is she's coach. So if you're listening there and you need some guidance on how to appreciate people more and uh, accept them and have great relationships, go get the book, the People Guidebook for Great Relationships by Kimberly Gilles, or go to 12, no, not even all, before you go and get the book, or after you get the book, go to the website 12, that is 12shapes.com and take a quiz there. They will tell you what your shape is, and after you know your shape and other people's shapes, then you're going to get to have some great relationships. So once again, Coach Kimberly, we can't thank you enough for being with us on this episode. We are really grateful. And for the insights that you shared with us today, we thank you very much.
Oh, thank you, Anthony. I appreciate you inviting me back. It's always so fun to talk to you. Yes, it's fun to talk to you too. And before we go, you go, as always, I would like you to share with us a few words that we should remember you with or remember the lessons we've learned with. So, um, Anthony, when you and I start talking today, we were talking about the war in Ukraine. Yeah. And um, we, we see uh, aggression attack from one country on another, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I ask myself always, how is this our perfect classroom? What is this supposed to be teaching us that we're having this experience in the world right now? And one of the things that came to me this morning is we all attack other people on occasion. Mm. We get short-tempered by something someone does. We disagree with the way they are and we either attack them personally or behind the scenes with gossip, we attack them. And, and we're seeing that attack is so wrong. No other human soul deserves to be attacked, mm -hmm. but yet we justify ourselves attacking people sometimes. And so what I thought this morning that I want to leave with everybody is peace. It starts with us. It starts with us recognizing that attack is never the right answer. We're never justified. Honor and respect and love are the only gifts worthy of other human souls that God has created just like us. Mm -hmm. and, and the whole point of 12 shapes is to honor and respect and have compassion for each person, no matter how different they are from you. Mm. So it starts with, with us and we can make a difference. And we are in agreement to that. And uh, when we come to imagine of it, when we get to know ourselves much more and understand the other people and have great relationships, not fighting one another, like the war is happening, what a beautiful world would that be? So let's get to understand one another, accept one another, and live peacefully with each and every one of each other. So once again, thank you. This has been your host, Anthony Morore, and our guest, Kimberly Gilles. We thank you. Bye for now. Bye.